0: know what's going on over there other than everybody's dumb the
1: instant you step out of line you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally they're gonna use all those pre-existing laws and they're gonna use it on you a woman exposed her male genitalia to
2: women and underage girls that's what happened it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way um, <laughs> it's super it's super cringe
0: Something or other. We are back. Lewis Brack, Eric Bowler. I'm in what Lewis referred to as a trans room, given the thinking. Yep. <laughs> White background. Yep, How is. are you guys? Amazing. Very well. Thank How you. are you guys? Well, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um,
3: <laughs> Eric, how's the weather down there? We should have oh, started the
0: episode with the weather.
3: It's getting hot. I'll am a little. i be honest with you. I'm a little nervous. Okay. Okay. Um, I, when I lived in South Dakota, I had never experienced minus 18. I don't know, it probably gets cold like that in Toronto. Um, so that was scary, but now it looks like, uh, but in the next couple of weeks, bro, it's going to be like regularly high 90s, low 100s, which I don't know what that is for Canada. It's
0: 30 probably, 20, and the 25. UK, probably like
1: 30. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, What's that? it like over there? Raining, Lewis? <clears throat> no, uh, it's been clear skies recently, um, which has been very good down in the south of England. Uh, I think it's been roughly, I think it's roughly been around sort of 13, 14 degrees. Um, so it's pretty chilly still, but, you know, manageable. Still wear a nice coat when I go outside. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: It's about 10 here, you know, it hasn't warmed up here yet. Uh, raining, nice. hailing. So would that that'd be um, like 40, 40 for us? A bit higher than that, I'd say. Okay. All right, all right. So all 50. Right. Anything lower um, than
3: 40 is like, all right, that's cold.
0: I got a great story for you guys that I got shit on by a bird earlier today. <laughs> um, <laughs> we bought it, we, decided, we. That's what everybody's telling me. I've never heard that. You're the third person to say <laughs> that. Uh, we bought a new TV for really no reason. Excess, I guess. <laughs> um, and then we're putting it into a car, and I just hear this splat. And I'm like, I thought it landed right in front of me because there was a bird stain on the ground in front of me. And then I get around to the other side of my car and there's a big bird stain on the side of the car. And I guess I rubbed up against it. I don't know if it (laughs) hit on me already. This is why people tune into this live stream for the news. Oh, Um, bless you. And that's basically what happened to me today. We almost got the TV for free. I should say we could have if we were bad people. We they put it to the front of the Walmart for us, and uh, when we got there, they said, "Oh, somebody told us you already paid for it, so you could have just walked out with it." And we're just like, "Damn,
3: oh,
0: I guess. Well, that's my that's <laughs> so, people, full form." What,
3: what's the uh, what's the scene looking like in Walmart now, as far as the mask are concerned? What's the what's the ratio? Mm. Well, this is a new Walmart we're at
0: now because um, we just moved, hence the background here and the angle. <laughs> I wanted an angle where you guys could just see my whole body as much as possible. Again. Well, now you can't um, wear the same
3: shirt twice. You're gonna have to like, you're gonna have to up your wardrobe. Uh, you know, people are gonna and be now I shirt. can't be pantsless either, which is also a troublesome <laughs> thing. Um, Walmart,
0: um, for what it's for better or for worse, um, this area has a lot more Indian and Chinese people, and it's the Chinese people that wear keep wearing masks the entire time. Um, whereas mm. the Walmart I used to go to is a lot more white and black people. So fewer people, I feel like whatever that means, I don't know what it means, but fewer people wearing them there as they are down here. But this Walmart, I like much better. And my friend told me it reminds him of like the nineties. The aisles are nice and wide. The colors are out of date. Um, the, it's not your standard Walmart setup. up. You know how all of them are the same. But very different. I like it. It smells a lot like bread, because the bread part is right in the front of the store. Is that the subway? In the... Subway in front? Yeah. No, we all we all of our Walmarts here have McDonald's in them. That's strange. So it's just Yeah. Do you have stores inside of stores in England, Lewis?
1: I think no is we have some somewhere, somewhere called Asda. I don't know if you've heard of Asda, but um, I think that no, doesn't <laughs> exist for you guys. That's like a made-up thing. But we have a made-up shop called Asda here in england and i think some some um some asdas around uh this made-up place called england as well have a uh, mcdonald's um as well inside which is pretty strange because yeah stores within a store it's very weird yeah there's there's eric...
3: starbucks and all the targets
1: yeah oh, okay yeah got all there's
0: them. a thing i saw once eric where this mega church somewhere in the south had a subway in it Cause they had so many people that go there. They had a food court inside this church.
3: Oh, Subway is just the worst though. Like I, I mean, you know, we, we've <laughs> talked about Yeah. Subway's the worst. Um, even this is just a weird thing. And I know we're not talking about news at all, but one of my buddies from college <laughs> back in the day, um, he told me I had one bad experience at Subway and i was like, I'm not going back ever in life. Um, but he told me he, he used to work at Subway and he said, never order the tuna. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, of course you don't order tuna <laughs> at Subway. And just really quick, as far as the mask thing, no, no shade here, Susan, whatever. But you'll notice that even pre-Rona in New York, I'm not even talking about China. I've never been to China. But pre-Rona in New York, you would see a lot of Chinese people already wearing masks. So they yeah, are... It's, it's oh, part of their culture,
1: of, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, I think in so. The East, in the East Asian culture, they, they, they've been wearing masks for a long time for a public transport and things like that. I think that's yeah. yeah. Think that's pretty normal since like the six hundreds. I think
3: <laughs> I don't know about that. But no, no, it's no, just I don't no. know they're so they're so densely populated. I guess, but if you see, mm. if you go on that Canal Street station, which is arguably one of the most disgusting stations in all of New York, <laughs> uh, there, there. I mean, and I've look. Come on, guys. Um, you remember my old stories, bro? Like I'm talking. You know about the video, that, Eric. Uh, the
0: video of the two guys in the subway.
3: The. Well, there's a couple of them. Which one are you? Okay, the two guys on the bench. Yes, I know that one. It got banned off Instagram. (laughs) It got banned (laughs) off Instagram, and then I saw it on Telegram. And I look, it's like a car wreck. It's like a a train wreck, I should say. Like you don't want to be watching this, but then you're like, "Is this really happening?" And then it was. And then he comes up for air and puts his mask on.
0: Do you want to describe to Lewis what one we're talking about?
1: I have no idea. Save that
3: for off air. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is it not air
1: friendly?
3: It's, it's, no. I, I can do it. I can do it. Okay, uh, you two, can do it. There's two gentlemen on a, on a subway platform bench at the Times Square station, <laughs> I believe, uh, which right. is, you know, Times Square, obviously one of the more populated stations. And, um, the guy is sort of, we'll say, pleasuring the other guy. Right. And, right. Like, um, and then as he comes, as he takes his head out, uh, because i think maybe they might have heard out. sound or like what was he doing yeah uh <laughs> it's like a it's like a prison style thing maybe like a little toss salad right. type of thing um right okay but as he comes up for air or like maybe they hear something so they stop so that is it... that sounds yeah. mental i don't know what it yeah. oh, is but the the craziest part about it is not that they are doing this weird sexual act on the train platform because they just couldn't right. get. I assume they were going to the Bronx. That's a very Bronx thing to do, right? Okay. That's not Brooklyn. Um, so I assume. Shout out to all my homies from the Bronx, but I assume they're going to the Bronx and they just couldn't wait. And in the most the creepiest part of the video, and I don't know if we'll ever be able to find it. I'm sure it's been like scrubbed from the internet because it's that disgusting. But that when he comes up for air, he put he literally takes his mask from his chin and puts it back over his face after he had had that very same face in the crotch, let's say, of another gentleman. And uh, two, two black guys on the Times Square platform. But I don't know how we got, <laughs> how we got so far off into this realm of... Uh, We're on Spotify Indiana. now, by the way. So welcome, yeah. new Spotify listeners. <laughs> yeah, we, ho- hopefully we'll get a warning. We'll get a big warning of... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Because we will certainly get into loads of uh, truth in this episode, which will garner us the, the warning that we so deserve.
0: Mm. Yeah, let's uh, go to England with this Boris stuff, Lewis, And then we'll get into
1: your um documentary yeah. here so tell us what we're looking at here yeah so well as i've tweeted out boris johnson's refu- uh, refused to rule out another lockdown due to potential variants in the future <laughs> one that he does actually describe as well that could potentially harm children and of course we know recently that um boris has actually uh turned around and said well uh, we're rolling out to 5 to 11 year olds that, you know, I don't want to get <laughs> you, you, you know, banned or anything. Um, so it's funny how that sort of tied up very nicely with what he was saying with variants. Um, but yeah, if you click to the right of that uh, post, you have the video and, and Boris actually saying it.
2: Do we have the okay, sound?
1: We, yeah, we I already
0: downloaded the video. Here we go. I want to oh, avoid okay. any
2: such thing ever happening again. And uh, I can't rule out. Something I can't you know, say that we wouldn't be forced to do uh, non-pharmaceutical interventions again of the kind that we, we did. I think it would be irresponsible of any leader uh, you know, any, in any democracy to say that they're going to rule out something that could save life. And I believe that mm, the things that we did save lives. Mm-hmm. There could be, I've got to be absolutely frank with you, there could be a new variant, more deadly. Uh, there could be a variant that affects children uh, badly. Uh, that we really need to contain. Look at that. Uh, I'm not going to take any options off the off the table, but I don't think it will happen. I think we're now in the phase of, and this is the, the view of um, uh, all, all the advisors I talk to, that we're now in the phase where the, the virus is 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 losing its uh, its potency uh, overall, and we've got a massively vaccinated.
0: Mm. So. <laughs> the virus is losing its potency,
1: quote-unquote, Boris Johnson, uh, don't kill
0: me, YouTube. But... <laughs> but it's getting also getting more dangerous at the same time. Yeah,
1: yeah, very weird. Very contradictive stuff. Um, yeah, and obviously talking about uh, the lockdowns as well, uh, saying that it could save life. Well, if we, we just uh, think back to what the lockdowns have actually done, it's put us in probably the worst living standards since the 50s here in England, and the rest of the United Kingdom as well um so that's caused a lot of concern for people Uh, cost of living is up um tax burden is up everything's up national insurance is up and not only that with the lockdowns i mean it's easy for you know a nice middle-class family with a lovely garden to say brilliant and another two weeks off work but then you think back to all the people in flats council houses who were scared to go outside who were basically manipulated into staying indoors for god knows how long i mean it was three weeks to flatten the curve and then obviously it turned into two years um so yeah i don't know it's it's absolutely mental that he would have the gall to turn around and say yeah no it's it's uh it's it would save lives in the in the long run we've seen it we've seen that the effects of, of lockdown in this country they don't work and they've uh they've damaged the british people and i believe that the british people deserve better uh, than to someone to uh to go and do this all over again, or to potentially even do it all over again, even though Boris has already promised that he wouldn't do this again, and they let the Coronavirus Act expire, so they've said, and they've said that they'll rule out doing that ever again, and that they will never do it again. But, I mean, he's now on an exclusive interview with GB News, explaining to people what you've just heard uh, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> so i don't know thoughts gentlemen
3: well it sounds to me like they are clearly getting this script right because fauci yeah. has come out of his um out of his little wormhole or whatever to say pretty mm. much the same thing where he, didn't he say something along the lines of well you know we have to be prepared now i don't i don't want this to happen i'm not saying that it should happen but it could <laughs> so it was it was very similar it's like well of course <coughs> you don't you you have to preface that so they kind of light they kind of lighten it up by saying well I don't want it to but it could and it's like well dude mm. you we look we can see we can see like they they're mm. talking to us almost as if we're all like blind it's like bro we can yeah. see you you're standing right there we, we, like we're not all quite as dumb as you think we are and it, it kind of falls in line with what we're seeing right now uh with this this last little string of American politicians to magically test positive so uh hillary clinton mm. came down with it a couple weeks ago um yeah uh Psaki. kamala harris oh I, how could yeah. i forget about tomalto i, I <laughs> how could i how could i forget <laughs> i don't know how long ago that was but but it I, it comes that up was like two America. days ago because remember
0: she was supposed to go to hong kong and then china says don't go to hong kong and then all of a sudden she's got oh see, actually but, was taiwan i think taiwan or hong kong well, that was pelosi right got... who was... did i say kamala yeah Whatever they're all opening but, their grips at any point but during the Kamala's
3: day. Kamala's husband had it. Remember okay, that uh, Kamala's husband had it, and now Eric Adams has it, and it's very right. strange as to how they they totally talk out of both sides of their mouth every single time. So Pelosi's got it, Eric Adams has it, and it's super scary. You're all gonna die, mm. but also, but also, I this this is this is this is how they're selling the the juice now. This is how they're selling the the, um, you know, the shot or whatever is, is to say, mm-hmm. yes, I got it, but it would have been worse if I didn't get it, which is <laughs> totally unprovable. Yep. And they've said it, we've seen them say this, what, half, at least half a dozen times now, and it doesn't make any sense at all. But, I mean, what else do we expect from these people that throw things at the wall constantly? And we saw it even before Rona, not to harp on old things, but I still think that sometimes people forget because Rona – has essentially been the great reset has kind of already happened, in my opinion, just in, from a mental point of view, because people don't remember what happened in 2019. But like I said last week, I think it was, or maybe two weeks ago, they'll tell you Russia, 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 Russia for three years, over three years, and they drop Russia like a hot potato, pivot to Ukraine, and then say, mm-hmm. we need to impeach him on Ukraine. So it's like they just continue to throw things at the wall and think that we're all really stupid. And granted, there are a lot of stupid people out there, but I think even... Even if you talk to a handful of people in deep blue LA, I know this is true in the hood in Brooklyn. You talk to the people that you think might just automatically vote Democrat because they live in in a project in in East New York or whatever, and then they'll be like, "Dude, this doesn't make any sense." They'll like, "I think the hood is is the hood sees all the way through it and there's this little tiny demographic of like hipsters that are still buying it. I'm not really sure who's still buying all this stuff. It's very strange."
0: Hmm. I found there's- it interesting that That um, he's saying that, like, I don't think it would be right of any democratic, democratically elected leader to not lock down their people. Like, that doesn't make much sense. Like, you don't think (laughs) it would be right that a person in a democratic country tells people that they can't leave their house or anything. But Their idea of democracy is way
3: different, right? Like,
0: yeah, we don't really have a democracy. It's not even what we have. Wasn't there there something about China we had not leading? um I don't
3: know. they're going they're going, going i don't have
0: it but they're they've locked down their people like something like four shanghai. million people shanghai, shanghai yeah. Is
3: it?
0: yeah yeah
2: millions yeah, of people locked
0: down there and they're not allowed, allowed to leave your house so people are just like ransacking grocery stores and stuff and there's children did in you these...
1: see um did you see the drone video people singing on the balcony and they sent out a drone to to yeah. stop people from uh from singing now, remember that, though,
3: that was okay <laughs> two years ago. You were, in fact, encouraged to hang out your window yeah. and okay, maybe not sing, but bang they your were pots hot. and pans. Yeah, bang your pots and pans. So yeah, it was true. okay then. I don't know if they did that in China. I don't know if you know, but England really took that one up.
1: to heart, eh, Lewis? Oh yeah, we, we were proper going for it. I mean, the virtue signal was off the scale every day. At I mean, six. I had neighbors outside. Yeah, every Thursday, clap for carers. It was called clap for the NHS. Coming out, pots and pans, giving it the sum, <laughs> making TikToks, of course, or half of them, to. or a small minority are, just to clear that up before anyone gets makes <laughs> thinks that I'm some sort of anti-NHS bloke. I you think know, you might be. I think we all are, deep down. Well, none, anti- of
3: these, n- none of these organizations can be trusted anymore. I was talking to a friend of mine who said, uh, oh yeah, I have this doctor's appointment, and I'm like... i I feel like kramer now everything everything that happens to me in life is totally drawn back to seinfeld and there's that episode where kramer refuses to go to the doctor um there's actually two episodes (laughs) He goes to the vet yeah he goes to the vet but then before that remember when he convinces george to go to the holistic healer oh i hate
0: that episode it's so old and like
3: grainy i love it i love it those are the best ones Uh, season one through three uh, just (laughs) You where know,
0: they, well, yeah, but it. season one in particular, where they have different parents for Jerry, and like it's all Kramer's even dumber and weirder than he is later on. Like He's not even human in like that first season, I feel like.
3: Hey, they got to work out the kinks, bro. You know, got to start something. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys
0: do either of you know what this is?
3: Is that Tim, Tim Hortons?
0: It is Tim Hortons. Plastic cup is fine, but paper mm-hmm. straw is needed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't know about if you even have Wendy's in the UK, but they're yep. just changed all their cups to be from paper to completely plastic while mm-hmm. keeping paper straws. paper
1: straws. When, when you know that um, <laughs> waste in the oceans is like zero point zero 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 one percent is, is plastic straws or, or yeah, which is not got
3: to be mass now, right? It's got to be blue mass. Yeah. I know they had a, a story about that in the, in the <laughs> so, Bay area. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, you know, if you, so is is that what we should do?
0: Indian manufacturing floors.
3: Like, yeah, if we get, um, we'll get like a, uh, Greta's too old now. I think she's 18 or 19, but if we get like a new, a new young person to, to Mm -hmm. give us a photo of a a turtle or a tadpole or something with a blue mask around its face, then we'll stop
1: doing it. Maybe we should stop wearing masks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it i think i have 11 nieces and nephews i can find one the thing is that the democrats they want somebody who's old enough for them to convince people that they're smart but young enough for it still to be creepy that's what they say so they and want to be 13 to 16 because you well, they have a yeah, track record exactly.
1: for grooming don't they so it's perfect you can't
0: say groom well, who got suspended but got a temporary yeah Twitter suspension yeah. for what i didn't hear about something
1: that. about groomers yeah Disney saying that Disney are groomers.
3: Well, it's defamatory, right? sure. But know. but we famatory know that's n-
0: Walt, free Walt.
3: That's but that's major. not new, right? I mean, we all know the old stories. I mean, I remember even being a kid, and and like the leaves spell sex, and the thing, the yeah. building looks like a penis or whatever. Like that's mm-hmm. not new, Aladdin. right? So, no. Are we pretending and the guy admitted it too? It's new? Okay, I didn't. I didn't even know about it that. Just, it was all just hearsay it just for disgruntled me.
0: Disgruntled employees. Before, okay. it used to be disgruntled employees now it's let's purposely put that stuff in there <laughs> okay like all right to, yeah you know um disney everybody so Lewis, you want to tell us about the documentary you're doing with young key and mm. simone you guys got a yes. nice alberta to. i'm gonna go with mm. lancaster shire england connection that's just a place <laughs> i'll name for no reason
1: yeah that's it um yeah Take so away. me and kian had the idea of making a documentary or docu-series about the great reset Mm. because we thought there's so much information out there about this particular subject and it's very hard to um translate it or transcribe it into some sort of format where you can easily digest it so we decided to take on the uh the project of obviously dissecting a load of information about the great reset and what it means you know, you'll own nothing and be happy because we keep hearing this everywhere and we've heard it for the last two years. What exactly is it and um, what does it mean, basically? So we sat down, we chatted, we we built out a storyboard on it, on what we want to talk about. And we've decided to make it into a docuseries in the way that Klaus Schwab does with his book, uh, The Great Reset. Um, because in his book, he categorizes it into chapters, for example, um economic reset, societal reset, geopolitical reset, environmental reset, and technological reset. So we thought we would do a documentary series in the way that he's done his book. So we we start with a prequel trailer to explain what the documentary is, what to expect, and a bit of brief history and background on Klaus, Klaus Schwab, how the Economic Forum was made or birthed, and... Um, the influences between the world economic forum the influence as well who's part of it and who's parroting what they're putting out um and a brief introduction on on them and um other associations with the wef and what their ultimate goal is and we're breaking it down into like i just said in the chapters so next one we haven't decided on the next part of the docu series so it would probably be the technological reset because that has things such as transhumanism um talking about the microchips in the brain digital identity all of these subjects and we've basically molded it down into um yeah one big series that you can digest you can watch and enjoy well not enjoy i mean i I mean researching this was being horrible i'm not going to lie to you um i was just explaining off screen um to you guys how blackpilled i was uh, after actually researching all this and writing out the script but we've started um the prequel and this is going to be out soon um i'm actually finished i just finished it tonight and i'm going to be sending it over to kian uh, from alberta who's a fantastic producer and editor and he is going to take um, what I filmed and then mold it into, uh, yeah, the prequel that you can hopefully, and I'm hoping, will equip people or normies or whoever with the knowledge and understanding of what it is and how it basically can be avoided. Can we see, can we see this trailer anywhere, Louis? um no because it's still being made <laughs> <laughs> my apologies unbelievable i saw
0: a vi- i mean what was this video of you sitting in a suit jacket what was i was
1: i was gonna say so we finished filming it yesterday um the prequel and that's on my instagram of me basically just saying can't wait to to show you guys um uh, what we've done the set is awesome um i went to i went to ed uh his his um his parents house bless him <laughs> and uh, we sat in like this like area with like the bookcase and the the dark lighting and the, the big chair, and um, <laughs> I basically read, um, read it like a book. And um, I mean, as much as it's a dark, horrific subject, um, it's a project that's um, quite near and dear in a way because I believe a lot of people are just brazenly walking through life not knowing exactly what it is and, and what it means. And there are still a very few amount of people. Um, especially who are politically engaged people that I know um, who still think it's a conspiracy theory basically and I thought we were over that now I thought that it was so obvious how can it be a conspiracy theory when the man has even written a book calling it that with the words COVID-19 on it and having chapters it's a manifesto is what it is and what they want to do and it's all coming true Right in front of our eyes, and people are still saying, "No, mate, it's too far-fetched." But even though they've said we're penetrating the cabinets in the Canadian uh, government um, <laughs> and governments around the world, no, no, there's no way. How how does it work, though? I don't understand. Like I don't understand the connection between them and how their influence is with uh, with governments. I don't understand it. Well, basically, we'll be going through it throughout the series, and we're going through each aspect. Um, like I said, environmental, technological, geopolitical, societal, and explaining all the nitty-gritty bits on what they are up to and what they want to implement. And it's going to be, well, I'm hoping it's going to be um, good. Um, I'm excited to, to get it out because, um, like I said, it's it's extremely important. And, yeah, I'm sure you boys will receive the first copy <laughs> as soon as it comes oh, no. out.
3: So without without um, I guess giving away too much or getting us banned Mm. or saying saying anything that's so truthful that Susan Wojcicki will have us kicked off the platform, without (laughs) you know getting into too much detail. I mean, do do Mm. you guys have? and, And I'm I'm asking this honestly. I think we all would like to know. Like, do you see any sort of like maybe not solutions, but like how do we pivot? How do how do people who are aware of this? Like, what is that first step into like fighting back? I mean, we can all you know sit here mm. and we can make our content and stuff, but like, is there? I mean, is it too late? I guess is, maybe that's a super black pill question. Like, like yeah. we, if we we can see it, we can see it happening. We're living mm. through it, but is there a way to fight back? I mean, you know, without without quite literally being a billionaire which i I don't know what you know i'm not i'm not going to pocket check you guys but i assume you're not billionaires (laughs) just yet and i'm certainly not so how do you like how do we how do we fight back against this is there a way
1: it's a good question i think from from what i've been doing in terms of research i think i've i've read uh, quite a lot of of what klaus has been saying in his book and he mentions a part in his book about um, nationalism, and he mentions about two um, specific events, right? Two of the biggest events that, are, that scared basically um, the establishment, and he even admits this, and he says these are, these are the two biggest events um, that happened in politics um, in the last 10 or so years that have been basically a threat to globalism, and the two he mentioned was Brexit and Trump being elected um so that was interesting to find that so i think what it is what what globalism um is they don't like individualism they don't like um nations being nations they like they like the idea of a full fledged control upon all of these countries so from what i can see um it's it's minor victories at our level because on a on a political level if you're running for for governor or you're running for Um, prime minister running for a political party then of course you have some sort of overarching power and if you can get um, the message out without being too tinfoil hat then sure then you stand a chance Um, but I think at our level there's lots of different aspects that you can do small victories I think one biggest example is about digital identities or digital IDs um, and currency as well now with currency obviously as you guys know I obviously don't need to go in and out but um, with in terms of currency they want to of course make it a cashless society so cash basically doesn't exist because that way if if us three went to a bar um, and we wanted to pay with cash uh, the state can't see what drinks you're having or your transactions because they want to be able to see what you're up to basically and it's not conspiratorial they there're going to be people out there that're going to say well what so what so boris is watching me on, on a night out or something these are just you know they're just low level thinkers in terms of of what's actually going on right um and i think you guys can agree with that i'm sure um but the idea is to to use more cash to sort of break that sort of idea of um of your your not being able to use uh, your money in your own way and not having the state look into it so excuse me just sneeze <laughs> so there we go sorry about that um so in terms of um in terms of that as well another one is travel um they don't want us traveling um so this idea of these hurdles being brought up with um i know of course pcr tests which are awful and you know you have to be um, v'd in to go to certain places and obviously some countries including ours in in england um have really relaxed on that where course the unvied can can go to lots of many countries now or they can actually leave uh, their country without even taking a pcr test which is great um there are some countries of course that are still implementing this but the 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 long-term idea is for them to stop you from traveling and stop you from from going to all these places and basically basically conversing in a, in a way um because that's that that's basically the end goal and i don't want to get too spicy on, on some of the other ideas that they have because we will literally be kicked off. Um, so I'll save that for when the actual documentary comes out. But it's all about small victories. And like I said, they want a cashless society. So encourage yourself to use cash a bit more um, because there'll be a time where the state will be watching your transactions to the point where maybe it's even a carbon tracker. You know, it'll be under the guise of something else like equity or, or climate change or, or lots of different things. So, say say it's climate change. They'll have a carbon tracker on it. Mastercard are already bringing something out to do with that, where they track your carbon footprint, and if you go over that limit, um, you know they could they could potentially buy you from spending your money. And this isn't conspiratorial; it's all out in the open. You can check that with Mastercard on on sites. There's even, I believe, a Finnish or a Swedish company that have already brought out a carbon uh, credit card. So if you go over that limit it will bar you from spending your money anywhere. So if you buy a flight or something, you won't be able to buy basically food um, for like however many days until your carbon footprint um, reduces to normal or or reduces for the day. Um, So it's quite a scary um, situation. But yeah, I think what I've I've said in terms of lots of different little victories, I think is the key um, on our sort of class level if that makes sense.
3: Yeah. That, um, makes me, makes me feel like I should have just stuck with my, you know, my old college days of like, you know, dealing in <laughs> cash, if you know what sure. I mean? Like we're, you know, back sure. in California, back in California where I, you know, had a, <coughs> a you know, not, you know, I didn't get a, a, a W2 or a W9 or whatever it is and in, in, mm. in, in my uh, job. Right. It's mm. like, it's, so you could like, there was years in my life where I literally didn't even carry a debit card. I just had wads of cash from like you know transaction mm-hmm. and, and from pot and and yeah. whatever. Anyways, so it well, kind the state of can't that. see that.
1: The state exactly. the state couldn't have seen that, which exactly. is so interesting because you and would think that they yeah hate they it. hate it yeah. And that's why they, weed they... is
3: legal in California now is because mm. now we can track it. Like we could, they're tracking everything from seed to sale and. And Mm -hmm. think about this too, in California, back when, you know, people were like, you know, you had to have the medical card at the beginning when I was really young, I think you actually like had to like maybe have some sort of ailment, but by 2010 or whatever, 2010, 2012, you could literally just call up a zoom doctor and say, Oh doc, I couldn't sleep last night. And they'll give you a medical card. But now where weed, I mean, where weed is fully legal and they are they're taxing people into the ground. You could Google this. You could fact check me on this. But I'm pretty sure that they tax they tax so many legitimate marijuana businesses out of business that they then bailed them out after taxing them into oblivion. So it's crazy. And that's mm. where they they want to monitor everything. And secondly, really briefly on the um, the travel thing, again, not to get too conspiratorial as well, but. I mean, does this have something to do with why they want you so badly to get into an electric car that you have to stop and charge after you get? You know, you you can't. I can't even mm-hmm. drive from from here in well, that's Arizona. Very interesting. Yeah, mm. from here in Arizona yeah. to my house to my my hometown in California, which should be, you know, if I'm driving, it should be like an eight hour drive or something, which you could totally mm-hmm. do with with two full tanks of gas. And and there's a gas station every you know three miles down the road. But now, if I'm in this electric car. Then I have to stop, you know, and you have to time it out. And I think it takes like from what I'm hearing, it takes like maybe 30 minutes to 45 minutes to fully charge a a debt or like a a very low battery. So it all seems very tied in. But the more you try to tie things together, the more they're going to call you a, you know, a a Charlie Day. It's always sunny conspiracy theorists. It's like when you recognize the patterns, you now become a conspiracy theorist just for recognizing what has been going on.
1: Of course. And, you know, to touch upon, you know, you mentioned about electric cars and things like that. I think that's a very important point because, and this is what they are saying. This is nothing that I've said. This is all based on, oh, here we go, nearly. Um, this is all, I'm getting too excited. That's why, um, on the subject. This is, it's all what they're saying. It's got nothing to do with me. It's, I'm basically just reading from the book. I'm reading from their, their, um, their Bible, essentially, is what it is for them. So, when you mention about electric cars, and it's a very interesting one. If you go to the World Economic Forum website, it's all about 2030. And that's happening over here in, in the United Kingdom as well. Boris has uh, announced a few months ago, and uh, me and Andrew have spoken about this on, um, um, on live streams before, is um, the United Kingdom want to ban diesel, diesel and petrol in the United Kingdom by 2030. And that coincides with this World Economic um, Agenda 21, is what they've called it. It's nothing that I'm saying. It's what they are calling it. So that this is what's really scary is is not only is it so obvious in front of people, the information is all here. You know, this isn't something that you just pull out of an ass. This is all literally here. Um, so with with electric cars, you'll realise it's a, it's a short-term solution for for a a long-term well no sorry it's the other way around they're trying to make it out that it's a long-term solution when really it's a short one i mean we don't have to go into the fact that you know electric cars engines are are made by coal bat and lithium and it's toxic metals and it can't be recyclable and if you know if if the car breaks down completely you can't recycle it So it's not really um, environmentally friendly and that it's unethical and how they obtain the coal back because it's mined in Africa. And same with lots of different things in the environmental world. Wind turbines with the blades and its toxic metals and they literally have to bury it in deserts and all of this stuff. But it's interesting that you mention about um, electric cars and the grid um, and travelling because, of course, what stops um, the state from completely shutting it down if they don't want you to go to a certain area, or if they believe that you know you might be some kind of threat—not in like um, a threat that we know now, but in um, a state interventionist type threat. You know, we've already seen like things like freedom of speech just completely eroded. You can't question things nowadays. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're racist. You're homophobic. You're Islamophobic. You're everything phobic just for even critiquing something. Now. What stops the state from preventing you from doing certain aspects of your life in order to punish you? We're already seeing it happen in China, and a lot of it is being modeled by this and the World Economic Forum have hailed countries like this before, which I find really fascinating. so yeah, i don't it is a black pill unfortunately, <laughs> um, but I think it's an important one that people need to start um, waking up to because. People have so much power to them and I know it sounds corny and cheesy or whatever, but they really do. When a group of people come together, all all types of um happenings have happened in pubs and uh, and lots of different things. I think you guys know what I mean by that. I didn't want to say the R word, but you know. Um you know, all of these sorts of things happen when ordinary working class people or ordinary people in societies get together and talk. And I think it's extremely important to be talking about this, um, and that's why as, they want the
3: censorship. That's why you, because because Twitter, Twitter yeah. basically is the new pub, right? So yeah, you're yep. gonna you're gonna make sure that you can't do that. You know, Trump is gone, and yeah, and it, it's it's all tied in together. You know, you can call me a conspiracy yep. theorist or whatever, um, but it's it's just this it's type of thing that once you see it, you just can't mm. go back. That toothpaste does not go back in the tube. It just doesn't. No, right? can't. So, so yeah. we're we're stuck with it, and maybe this, and I'll I don't want to get too deep into this, and maybe this is a little bit further, like further sure. away, but still con- connected. I think, and just kind of the experience that I've had in San Francisco and New York with the way that they treat uh, this Narcan thing. Right now, stick with me. I know it sounds a little far fetched, but
1: no, they push
3: this Narcan, so it's an overdose, an opioid overdose medication, right? Right. So what we're dealing with now is we have these this open border at the South. There's actually sure. been, I don't know if you guys have seen this, um, the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration or agency, DEA, um, mm-hmm. has issued a warning that we are expecting a an explosion of overdose deaths because of fentanyl. Okay, sure. so that stuff is coming through the border. Mm-hmm. And in New York, they are allowing people to to shoot up at these safe injection sites and they're telling them that we will test your drugs for you. We'll test your H for you to make sure that it doesn't have fentanyl in it. And if it does, or so say say it doesn't, right? And it's quote unquote clean and it's safe, I guess is the word they use. But if you are a drug addict in New York or San Francisco, they will bring you back to life with this Narcan stuff. So the point I'm trying to make is either way, they still have control of you. So if you're a junkie, then you are dependent on the state and you're not traveling anywhere. If you're a junkie mm. and you overdose, then they'll give you this medication and say, look, we saved your life. So it's very mm. strange that how they come they come at you from every angle. And like I said, I know that that's not 100% like, connected, but it's just another control tool that they're using. And they will play it off as, as I'm saving you. So we gave you this stuff that, while you were overdosing under the bridge, we saved you mm. by giving you this and now, Either way, you're dependent because if you're homeless, you're going to be asking them for vouchers and welfare and all sorts of stuff so that you can live. And after you're using for so long, then you're still going to be dependent on the Narcan, which of course they make a profit on as well. So it's a very mm. double-edged sword. And it's just another angle, I feel like, of this, this control mechanism that everybody wants to have. And it's and it's really scary because we, we've yeah. been conditioned now to think that that that's a good thing. Like, yeah. Like, well, I, mm. I know I know uh, friends of mine from California who are like, like they, like, oh yeah, Narcan is good. And even last little bit here, I promise. When, and I've told this story a number of times, but when I talked to the BLM protesters in the, in the summer of 2020, we're talking about like one of the very first like protests in New York that was organized. And I asked them, I said, "What's the message here? What do you guys want to get out?" And she told me that that their message was to uh, alert people to the wonders of Narcan. Now I'm pra- paraphrasing there a little bit, but she was like, "We're doing Narcan trainings," and I expected you to say George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, mm. uh, black people, and she went on to this thing about Narcan, and it's like there's always a hidden agenda, and there's always it's like we've come so far that the truth has been obfuscated or, or hidden for so mm. long, and that's why we're we're walking on eggshells on YouTube because if you say something too truthful, you they're they're going to kick yeah. you out, and it's the same thing with the 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 transgenders, right? I mean, once you convince somebody that a man can be a woman, you can now convince them of anything because you have com- complete control of their thoughts. Because that's the one thing that just can't change—it's—it's it's nature. But once you convince somebody that nature isn't real, that doesn't exist, then now you have them—you—you you can control any of their thoughts. And it's sad. The
1: thing—the thing that—that thing um, that is quite damning now i'm going to i'm going to really i'm going to really word this in a way that doesn't get anyone in trouble <laughs> in terms of youtube um but there are other organizations that have been mirroring the world economic forum since uh, the very beginning um i won't give too much away but uh, klaus schwab um wanted to start up the world economic forum and he actually sent a letter to the european commission in order to help him fund um, the first ever meeting. So, of course, the EU um, have incredible amounts of influence in this, hence why, in the book, he mentions that the two biggest um, threats that have happened in um, political history of the last 10 years or whatever was Brexit and was Trump. Um, These two groups that mirror each other, the world economic forum and this other group i won't say the other group just in case um are both heavily obsessed with um the population let's just say and you know what i mean by that they're obsessed with the population um and there has been many many meetings uh, including pitches on ways to uh (laughs) How do I explain this? Do you guys know what I mean Con- when I say the population? Control? Or, no. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. Like but the um, limit the you population? Know, the amount, the amount of... Yes. Yes. Of use. Yes, yes. I didn't
3: what I want to want say. It. We have but, to use euphemisms like they do, right? We have to, yeah, to decode it like they do.
0: In terms of the uh, electric vehicles, I could totally see, if you're talking about MasterCard, who is part of the Great Reset, officially they were in their... They had the uh, president mm. of MasterCard at the Great yeah. Reset Summit. Yeah. Um, if they're doing that, then what's to say during a lockdown they're just like, oh, people shouldn't be traveling, we're shutting down the electric grid. So they're not really yeah. taking away any of your rights. They're not doing anything that's illegal. They're just saying yeah. we're shutting down the electrical charging stations to, you yeah. know, dissuade people from traveling, which of course mm-hmm. unless you can, I don't think you could have a portable battery charger for your car because
1: of how much power bit it takes, big. but They'll, yeah. they'll make you get a bike like a cycle, <laughs> exactly. or cycle to work which is ridiculous
0: but what i wanted to ask you guys is isn't this all basically based on compliances and it works based on what we saw in the lockdowns and everything like that if mm-hmm. everybody who's a mastercard customer says no we won't be complying with this or we're leaving your company for i don't know one of these random like debit card sites that you can get that are just literally just a service only for debit If everybody just said, no, we're not doing that, then I think they changed their tune pretty Mm. quickly. So much about this is about compliance and, like, how many people here or there in uh, England, Louis, probably not as much where Eric is at all, but how many people just, you know, they stood on the little circles that say stay this far apart from people? That's not, you can't enforce that by law. You can't enforce masks for the most part because you'd be having police show up everywhere. There's so many things that you can enforce, and it was just, the will of people willing to do it. I mean, people are still wearing masks. Yeah, they're on the we invisible leash.
3: You're right. They're in the mm. invisible cage. Yeah. Well, so I think like the they, they don't even
0: have to be authoritarian. Of course, they were with lockdowns and everything and mandating stores being closed. But I'd say like a good 60 to 75% of the stuff is completely voluntary. voluntarily done. And they don't even have to do all this stuff. Like MasterCard can just say, okay, we're coming in with a card. And if you want to use it, um or all of our cards and if you want to use our cards you're gonna to have to stay under your social footprint your carbon footprint limit and almost all the people are just like okay i guess that's the new rule you know what i mean the
1: answer the answer to that and the reason why um they've they've managed to get around it um is because it's run by behavioral scientists as opposed to just your average um scientist or whoever that might look like we don't know um because it's behavioural you know why do you think that when they were saying right we we're going we're going we're gonna to lift the lockdowns but we're going to do it next monday or we're going to do it next friday <laughs> why not now if it's if it's completely done or oh, we're going to lock you down next week why not now if it's so deadly do you know what i mean and um i'm sorry if I, that's going to get you in trouble for saying that but um <laughs> i think that was, that was, that was, that was okay no. i think that was okay that was okay yeah but I we just right. we well, just well, never well. know I that know, would have
0: been oh, not okay. I don't understand. I work? don't know
1: because because it's behavioural, isn't it? It's the idea that um, um, that they want you to start to 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 mould the behaviour in how they want, um, and it's it's quite a scary thing when you suddenly realise that and you go, "Well, hang on a minute, um, why are businesses now supposed to close at a certain time? What does the virus suddenly like, 10 PM. Yeah. you know clock out?" You know, I don't understand. But then it gets people in the routine of of being okay with with going home, with being okay at staying at home and not mm-hmm. having to go to work. It's, you know, I think even years ago, they were putting out things. I think Google were putting out things. You could probably look this up and find this and show this on the stream. But it was an article written saying, well, Google are doing it. Why don't we just stay at home? Um, why don't we just live at work? Like Because Google are doing it. Google were allowing their employees to basically stay at work and carry on working for out. So I think there's something to be said when, when it's all you realize the patterns is all behavioral as opposed to actually logical. Does that make sense? Yes. And this, this though
3: to me is exactly what we're seeing with the, with the kids, right? It's like, it's, it's another form of, of, for lack of a better term, grooming. It's just they're doing it to a different mm. group of people. So it's a very it's a very similar strategy. And I just wanted to say really quickly, I forgot to mention
2: <laughs> sure. with
3: the um, the, uh, the Narcan thing that I was talking about, uh, a huge piece of this puzzle that I totally, totally forgot to mention is that when you look into it, and I encourage you guys to do it, you will see that Narcan is heavily funded by the Open Societies Foundation, which, and I right. don't know if they... If they have mm. I, I would assume there's some sort of supervillain dungeon where Klaus and and uh, George can can hang out and discuss things and how they're going to manipulate the world. I don't know if they've ever even talked. I don't know if George is on the, on the board or is friends with with Klaus, but they just seem to both have that very similar supervillain um, personality. And, and they've both gotten into this world. They've both gotten to the level where no matter what they say, the media or, or whatever, I don't know, like the global media cabal can still convince people or condition them to believe that it's it's a conspiracy theory, right? So yeah, and no matter well, what happens, he can tell you, like, this is what we're doing. And then the next morning, uh, you know, George Stephanopoulos is going to come on and say, well, that's not what it meant. They're going to clean it all up and people are still going to believe it. And it's just, it's absolutely insane what's happening here. It's I like looking at
0: the people who write these articles. So we found the article, this is the author, Retweeting stuff about um, an award to Fortune Magazine, who she now works for. Oh, Dominion for, Voting. Of course. Yeah, for an, for an article course. debunking lies about Dominion Voting. Big lies versus big lawsuits. So Business Insider is trash. We learned how trash they were when they were doing with Dave Portnoy. They tried to set him up to be some sort of sex offender. And I got now, a bonus pick with Portnoy
3: right now. He's coming at Tiger Woods for some reason. It's like, why are you, why are you coming at Tiger, bro? That's crazy. <laughs> but
0: uh, this article was from 2014 saying how yes. great is Google's campus why yeah. not just do that like everybody Yeah, why not there. just squat so they-
1: and do your laundry and eat there and, and just sleep there and avoid paying rent. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so, like is that really is promoting-
3: that an ad or is that really part of the the little pod there that's like weird. they really want you to live in a pod. Okay.
0: That's what the yeah. person slid it head first into it. But like you're promoting <laughs> like illegally work the living at work at first at the first part mm. and then it's just like why not just fucking never leave never leave louis brackpool never be you leave home you can't afford to can to
3: pay rent anyways, you know, Blackrock owns cost all. Cost the of the living company. is bad. That's why cost of living I had to sell my
0: background to the tran or yeah, the yeah. trans community. Yeah. That's, That's it. sponsoring every episode now. <laughs> Nintendo you make a is great sponsoring point sponsoring this and then the trans community is sponsoring
1: the other side. But you, you made a great point, sorry to, to go back to it cuz I'm very black. <laughs> um, but you made a, you made a great point about, you know, cost of living is bad very very bad at the minute everywhere in the west at the minute um tax is up fuel prices are up oil is up gas is up everything is up to the point where you just go i can't do this i can't i can't keep going and <laughs> i mean it's funny how this idea or the the idea from them is <laughs> is so many ways and so many avenues to uh to go down i mean for example i mean the, the wef or the the great reset um uh summit was first made in 2014 with that article as well um which which makes it's you start to sort of see the connections in lots of different things once you start to work it out and it wouldn't surprise me i say it wouldn't surprise me um (laughs) the idea of of you just completely well i've got nothing here in my house i can't afford to to you know keep um keep the uh sorry i can't afford my house anymore with the upkeep and you know english is uh, a the second language I <laughs> <laughs> it is my second language <laughs> joking um yeah i can't afford the upkeep in my house i can't afford food i can't abo- i can't afford to even go to work um why not just live at work <laughs> uh-oh did we
3: lose He's,
1: him yeah he was
0: speaking too many truths i think Oh. We'll just leave him frozen in the background now. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> Google got to him. Um, I'm gonna boot him out so he can come back in. Um, yeah, yeah, Eric. Pretty, pretty I'm, black hill stuff. Uh, we're almost out of time. We'll see if he comes back. Uh, I wanted to show people that you're back writing on Tatum Report. Oh if, yes. Uh, yeah. What are these new criminal justice reform laws? Uh, this is New York. We already everybody already knows that they like got rid of bail pretty much. Um, and there was yeah. a murderer who got out recently and re-murdered. Uh, yeah. Is that the one who was actually transgender as well?
3: There was. Like I hope build, so. Yeah. That um, would make
0: it most tolerant. A tolerable murderer. So this murderer. one,
3: basically, uh, she's, she's walking it back now. The weird thing about this is that it's clear it's so painfully obvious that this is about some sort of internal polling, right? She, she was—Eric <laughs> Adams, who I cannot stand— he is, he's almost worse than de Blasio. He was actually, up, up, apparently, uh, up in Albany, you know, the capital of New York, uh, trying to get some people, because he's, he's getting it. He's, he is hearing it from the real citizens of New York. So he went up to Albany, I don't know, uh, back in February or something, to try to lobby some of these lawmakers to walk back this bail reform stuff, and they told him to kick rocks, basically, and now Hokel Hochchel, whatever her name is, she's coming out and saying that they're gonna do away with this um, raise the age uh, loophole or something how because think about it, bro, you know that a lot of these people, unfortunately, they're super young bro, these are little gangsters. these aren't 25, 35 year old men for the most part. These are like high school mm-hmm. kids. like these kids are getting their um, they're finding weapons at the metal detectors at the high school and stuff. so she she rolled back something that was called, the raise the age loophole or something um, that's going to hold these these little these young kids accountable, but but the the scariest part about it is that it literally has nothing to do with good policy, nothing to do with actually protecting the citizens of the city. It's quite obvious to me, and I can't prove it, that this is just from some sort of internal polling data that they got, and they're like, okay, maybe um, now. And this is that is still to say that. That voting is real. I mean, I don't know how, where where you guys stand. Well, we saw know. the
0: article. Uh, Business Insider said that they won awards for whoever it was Fortune Magazine proved everybody wrong. I believe, yeah, exactly. That
3: award now, and we'll never we we shall never ever forget the Time Magazine article about um, the fortification of the twenty twenty election. Right, it, it, or it when fortified. they said
0: they printed Hillary won and had already
3: sent it out. That one too.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, crazy. Lewis, Lewis, did Google get to you and kick you out there? Oh, you're can't hear 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 you. Technical difficulties. No. British internet has failed you, Lewis. You can just sit in <laughs> silence for the
3: remaining five minutes. That's um, like how I figured they were going to do to your HDMI cord. They're just going to cut it off because they don't want you communicating to people. I got such a long HDMI
0: cord. It's 25 <laughs> feet. There's so much slack here. <laughs> Lewis says we can make fun of him, when he can't respond. Why well, don't he you can go pop- eat some porridge, Lewis?
3: Maybe a crumpet. <laughs>
0: No, we so they got can't crumpets
3: and crumpets, and you guys got your poutine and your maple syrup. What do what do we have? In and out, you burger. have
0: everything. Sonic. Um, I've never been to a Sonic. TGI Fridays. Um, I think those are. I think those might be out of business, bro. I'm not sure. Whatever, dude. All right you got probably way better Mexican food. You know, I tell people this all the time. The best Mexican food I've ever had in Canada is actually on the was on the East Coast. Um, it was when I was in the Army. Me and, like, four dudes went to Fredericton, New Brunswick, and to a place called Mexicana Rosa. Giant restaurant, absolutely beautiful inside. Nobody was there. Probably closed after, but it was the best Mexican food I've ever had. There's three Mexican places around here, and they all suck. They give you slop out of a bucket, it tastes like. I'm talking to you, uh, whatever that is, on Taunton Road East in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. I forget what you're called. What you suck? It to the hop out and hop course. back
3: in one more time.
0: The golf course one sucks, and then the one in Whitby sucks. Uh, well, because... Los you know... Cabos sucks. Your chips are stale. How do you f- screw up tortilla chips? You're supposed to make them in house
3: every day. Well, I think it's because... There's no Mexicans they get probably. probably. They, they have to come all the way through America. And then Hello. there we go. Oh, it works. There we go.
1: Thoughts on Mexican food in Who's the globalist, mate? They're after me. So, there <laughs> was some marmalade jammed <laughs> into the plug there. Oh, How's the Mexican marmalade? food
3: in, in uh, your neck of the woods? In, uh, in, are you in London? Right? No.
1: Uh, south. Of, uh, just south of uh, London or very south coast um what the mexican food here um well i've i've had reports of people because we've been opening a lot of taco bells (laughs) here Uh, a lot of people having uh, bad stomachs (laughs) Um, you guys are so
0: my brother always used to to ask me like how do you handle that taco bell doesn't bother my stomach the only thing that well now i'm so old and disgusting that anything i eat past like (laughs) nine o'clock destroys my stomach unless it's like milk my friend always makes fun of me. Oh, you need your milk. Baby needs his milk. I was like, I will start drinking yeah. milk out of a bottle just to sh- shut you up. Out of a baby. Yeah, do bottle. it. But Taco Bell never bothered me. Um, mm. it's like hot sauce that bothers my stomach the most. Or like pizza, <coughs> chips, soda
3: pops, and we know how I love my soda, Eric. I can barely but, drink it anymore. But for the record, Taco <laughs> Bell does not count as Mexican food, right? We're we're clear on that.
2: It's
3: not nice held, to what's
0: the baja? The Baja Blast, the Baja and then you got to your Jesse Ventura. The, after that, I don't even live in America most of the year. I live down in Mexico on my ranch in the Bajas. No, I don't. I'm a know former about that. governor.
3: Oh yeah, Minnesota, right? Was it Minnesota? I think it was. I was
0: the governor of Minnesota, Larry. Who are you? Why can't I come into this secure facility? I was a Navy SEAL. No, nope, this one's going over
3: my head. Sorry, I don't. I, I don't, don't know, know who that Jesse that Ventura is. Night. Well, I mean, right? Just, the, Jesse the Body Ventura. I think he was governor of Minnesota. Soda, yeah so when he had a show conspiracies and then he was on
0: rt for a long time
3: oh, oh i didn't know about that You, learned no, you
0: cons- he tries to go into harp and stuff like that and like when they don't oh, let him into gosh. these government facilities he just says i used to be a governor talk you won't let me in this is outrageous I pay taxes." and then <laughs> he goes not, to not. the underground tunnels underneath the denver airport crap like that one of the sources it was on his show you know that clip about alex jones talking about bio warfare like six years in advance or seven years in advance, that's from his show.
3: Oh, okay. So very take right.
0: that, all right? All
3: right, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. There's he just to biological
0: not... warfare. The patriots aren't mm-hmm. going to see it coming. They're going <laughs> to unleash it from the labs in China is what they're telling people, okay? Infowars.com. Now they're going to take it. Good. They're going re... yeah. to put the fluoride back in your toothpaste after they've taken it out and make your teeth fall out. The children are going to be stupid. They're already stupid and gay. They're already changing transistence to genders. And now the Chinese are putting... The radio signals into the five G
3: towers which manipulate your mind. Okay. Newswars.com. dot com. Um Jesse Ventura to me just looks like the guy from uh <laughs> from Pawn Stars. That's what I think of. He just looks like the guy from Pawn Stars. Now but Pawn I- Stars
0: is another thing, Eric Butler. You just watch a nice thirty minute Pawn Stars compilation on YouTube right after you watch a bar rescue compilation on YouTube, <laughs> your evening is shot. Then Lewis, you can live the Americ the North American lifestyle if you just watch those two YouTube channels whilst eating Taco Bell. Okay. Awesome. Is Bring there like on. is I there like a menu item it there? Though. Is there like a menu item there that they like taken a British food and made it into Mexican Taco Bell food in some way?
1: Cause you um, know how McDonald's will have like something in China or Japan oh, regional okay. food? Oh, I think I think um Indian restaurants try and do like fish and chips and things and it's just like <laughs> What the fuck? An English breakfast. It's like, no mate, I'm here for a Dika. Like what I don't I, what, what is, what's all this? What's all this? What's your
0: obsession with beans? What's the English's obsession with beans? Beans on toast you have a picture
1: of that. Yeah, a bit of beans. Have you ever watched the show Peep, Peep Show?
3: Peep Show. Oh yes. Stupid. Every episode. Okay. What's, Amazing. Okay. What's that? It's a comedy. Oh, it's I haven't I haven't seen it's it's up there. It is up there. Um it's absolutely yeah. hilarious i yeah. haven't seen that i think i don't i don't think it's still going anymore but i saw i think up to like series season five or six or something and then they kept going and i haven't been able to keep up but it was hilarious i will admit that they, those guys so are, good yeah hilarious. So good. we are
0: on spotify now the episode with david lucas on spotify uh uncut <laughs> on there so much swearing after like 20 minutes he was just like <laughs> You're going to stop now. This is the shortest podcast ever. Uh, I put on clothes <laughs> for this. So he made me go like another 30 minutes. It's really hilarious. Watch that and subscribe. The free version will be out today, but it's
3: much shorter than the paid version. On because Rebel he's baseball. talking about like sex and. and Did also, you listen uh, to it? I, well, I looked at his Instagram profile and saw some pretty crude jokes. So I just assumed. The first five
0: <laughs> minutes, and we never censor anything, and it's still barely censored. But I was like, you're going to have to do like a, so usually what we do is we like beep just to obscure the swear words. But mm-hmm. I, this time in the first like three minutes, I was like, we need to like, you know, bring the level way down on that. <laughs> because of what he said <laughs> and we're not cut it out or anything. But it's just like on, t- uh, I, I don't know why I'm being censored on Twitter. You could see a woman getting in the, yeah, but my words yeah, hurt you. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, we need, <laughs> this is supposed <laughs> to be a news channel. <laughs> oh, <I'm Louis> Brackpool. <laughs> Ah, uh, you can get all his stuff on the journalist page, or you can type in that URL and follow him on Twitter as well, Lewis underscore Brackpool. And as we mentioned, Eric is back on Tatum Report. It's not dark anymore; it's light. And of course, you can listen to him on this podcast, which is now on Spotify, and you're listening right now on Spotify. God bless you. And follow and me also- on Insta.
3: I just hit 10k, Andrew. I told you I, we did it. We made it. Oh, Eric well awesome. drunkenly
0: messaged me last week. I want my. Um, I want
3: my. Um. My, uh... He's like, I'm going to
0: pass you, bro. I'm going right by you from 9K to 10K, <laughs> possibly even to 12 what? or 15. So if you want to hire eight. me, today's price is not tomorrow's price, he
3: said. You, you don't remember that and Fat I, Joe quote? Come on. You don't remember Fat I, Joe.
0: And I was like, how drunk are you? And you're just like, in two to three drinks, I'll be wasted.
3: Um, I'm no, going
0: no, to pass you, and very soon. I was I'm not like, drunk. I am not. I can't be Verified. This is the crutch I have. It's like Twitter. <laughs> I'm banned from being verified from anything.
3: Yeah, well, because you're misinformation, bro. Disinformation, yeah, misinformation. <laughs> that reminds
0: me. Did you guys see what I did on Twitter? I said, "How come people?" I tweeted, "How come people think Rebel News lost its news license?" Because there's Weird. N- we never had a news license. We didn't lose one. What it is is the government issued these um, verifiable. We'll call them. We can call it a news license if you want. To Canadian outlets, in order for people to get tax receipts if they subscribe to them digitally. So, whatever newspaper you want to say, let's say the Globe and Mail, if they have a paid service and somebody signs up for that, a Canadian get get a tax receipt for that. That's what they're denying. Rebel News. So I so said, that's just state
3: funded media. That's basically. yeah. So they they yeah. don't
0: want us to have this thing that that puts us in the same league as the other news, even though we have way more views than them. That's a story for another tale, you know. That's probably but, uh, a good so, thing. Yeah, it's a good thing, um, not but say. but it's but it's for the it's for the people. Of course, we want them to get a tax receipt, mm. so they're unfairly keeping us out of that. Oh, so I just right, thought, okay. like, it, it, I just thought it'd be funny to have people's responses to see why they think Rebel News lost its news license, and all these people reply on both sides of the spectrum, not knowing. That i work for apple news i guess and some people are just like because it's misinformation and other people like because they tell the truth and like everybody on both sides is wrong it's just like go just go read the article or the lawsuit and you can see it <laughs> but it's just funny to see people respond to me not knowing that i work for them and telling me what it is that's really funny, <laughs> <me>. that's funny. <laughs> from both sides
1: that's hilarious and Buy then my eric book? sends me anthrax in the mail
0: i have your book somewhere right
3: here yeah can't really see it i
0: need
1: Maybe to get, get this i've been saying i'm going to get this
3: yeah it got it, it got it got super discounted on amazon and then it went back up for a little bit nice it's, you're, <laughs> it's underneath right. my rebel News using thing, it thing my a phone table. holder <laughs> and my using it trump as a media pass hey. <laughs> and then
0: the illuminati triangle
3: so you know, it's kind of like a coffee table book that has become a coffee table.
1: Good job, basically. I wouldn't. Oh, I
0: didn't put the ice cappuccino on it, though. Good, thank you.
3: I appreciate that.
1: Eric, after this, send me the link to where I can purchase that, Look at that. and I'll, um, Look at that. I'll get that. Absolutely, Look at do.
3: Yeah, that's garbage, bro. Um, yeah, anything yeah, else? Man, do we have man. anything? Yeah. I mean, we've gone, we've gone long. We're a little bit long today. I don't know if if there's another good story. views today.
0: Good viewership today. We were just gonna chat awesome. about like. Some kid, Cristiano Ronaldo, bruised his hand by taking his... Kid was sticking his phone in Ronaldo's face as he walked down the tunnel. Ronaldo grabbed it out of his hand, I guess, and smashed it, and the kid that's lightly bruised on his hand. Sack up, bro. You t- Ronaldo touched you. Just take <laughs> your lawsuit money. And don't stop taking pictures of your bruised hand, okay?
3: Oh, Ronaldo hurt me. Well, he's well, than big. That's a big money grab. You gotta, you gotta go for the money grab, right? That's. And
0: really... then the other thing was players collapsing all over the world, like seven hundred sixty-nine yes. or something. No, it's normal. But I was interested. In I was interested to know oh, how normal. many actually
3: died.
1: Oh.
0: Um, because like <laughs> right. fifteen was sort of the average. No, I just right. wanted to know for my own personal pleasure. Bro. Yeah, that's, like, it sounded for, like that sounded like not for statistical purposes.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> um, just uh, again, Sick Eric boy. Adams coming down with Rona. I mean, come on, bro. Come on. It's like they they use that. It's the shield for everything. Eric Adams has Rona now because crime is still going through the roof. He can't change. This is this Rona is their cure all. Anything happens, just throw Rona at it. That's the reason for it. You can't question it. If you do question it, you will be wiped from the platform. And this is a it's a total mess that we got. So I'm still trying to figure out ways to like claw our way out of this you know wet paper bag (laughs) that they put us in. So I don't know how to do it, but maybe I'll just start carrying cash. And I'm definitely yeah. yeah, I encourage people uh, to do that. Yeah, definitely not getting cash. an electric car as if I had the money to buy an electric car. <laughs> yeah, in my life anyway. So. Stuff you your cash in knickers. <laughs> Is that racist? That sounds racist.
0: What word was that? <laughs> New, York, <laughs> New York knickerbockers. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're
3: trash, too. I was going to say something else. I forget now. Oh, yeah. There's um, a woman like who's cars. suing Eric Adams. She works for the Yankees and she's suing Eric Adams for the. Cause he's letting obviously athletes do whatever they want because they're millionaires and they, I guess can hold a little bit of like weight over him, but a waitress at the Yankees uh, box or whatever, she doesn't matter. So it's, it's, just, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Jesse Ventura.
0: All right. Eric will be on my show later this month. We decided Lewis is also going to come on with special guests. I won't even name them because the one with Eric's going on, I don't want him to back out um lewis is going to be on with someone he's in love with as well at the end of the month circle back to oh, find no. out who that is revelnews.com for lewis we're and myself we'll be doing the live stream wednesday at noon eastern which is 5 p.m greenwich mean time in england eric's at dot report.com take us home lewis what do you got shout out getter and spotify as well obey consume
1: reset mate no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> do the opposite of that <laughs> Obey consumer
3: chat. Got it.
2: Turn it up Jordan.